Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in to the Bridge Teaching Podcast. We hope that the messages you will hear are both uplifting and challenging. Welcome to the Bridge. Hey guys, I'm excited to be back with you again, continuing in our first Peter series. The series is called Longing for Home and what Peter wants us to learn and what he wants us to do and, and be like him in is that he's constantly thinking about heaven, so therefore he's constantly talking about heaven, and in turn, he is living his life here on earth, preparing for heaven because he is longing for home. You and I, we ought to be longing for our home in heaven with Jesus as well. So get out your Bibles and open up to 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 17, and it reads, Remember that the heavenly Father to whom you pray has no favorites, He will judge or reward you according to what you do. So you must live in reverent fear of him during your time as temporary residents. So the first thing I want you to know and remember is that God judges without bias. The destiny of every single one of us is a trial before the Father. And he says there's no favorites. Race or ethnic background is irrelevant. Financial status is irrelevant. Your last name is irrelevant. It's saying that we are judged on merit alone. Now, before you go and start quoting Ephesians 2 verses 8 and 9 at me, remember, Peter is writing this letter to Christians. People already have placed their trust in the Lord, but there will still be a judgment depending and and, and evaluating on how we use the grace that's been extended to us. Merit does matter. Our way of living in Christ is important to God. On August 28, 1963, Martin Luther King gave one of the most impactful speeches in history, explaining, I have a dream that my four children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. What Dr. King was so wisely asking for and calling the country towards was how Jesus told us to pray. Jesus taught us to pray and saying, God, let us bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. Jesus was saying, pray, God, I want your people to view each other the way that we view them without favoritism, without placing their importance on their financial status, what their last name is or their ethnic background. However, the condition of our world Mark Sayers explains that people, the world, they want the kingdom of heaven without King Jesus. They want the things in heaven. They want the world to look like heaven, but they don't want to submit to Jesus Christ. But the truth is, these things that we want, peace. We don't want to see any more death and dying. We don't want any more sickness. We don't want to see people using other people or mistreating other people. Right? We, we don't want to live in a world where there's a virus going around and we can't hug and embrace each other anymore. We're tired of that. The world is tired of that as well. But they want those things apart from King Jesus. But that is impossible because Jesus is the only one that can bring that reality to us. But our reality, Christian, is that you and I, we have King Jesus and we are called to bring the kingdom of heaven to earth. We are going to stand before God one day, our judge. Now, what do I do with the knowledge knowing that we will one day stand before God? 
in a contest, a competitor in a contest who is looking to win, which is what we ought to do, Christian. We want to run this race of living our life as if we're running to win. We should try and understand what the judge is looking for so that we can be, as John Piper puts it, find the pace to finish the race. Think of it, for example, like you're a surfer and you're entering into a surf contest. If you want to win that contest, you have to know what the judges are looking for. And in a surf contest, they could be looking for commitment and degree of difficulty on the wave. Whether you're innovative and you're displaying progressive maneuvers, they're looking at your speed, your power, and your flow on the wave, right? If you're a surfer, you're looking to the judge saying, what are you looking for? That's what you're looking for? Well, then that's what I'm going to pursue, But you see, our God is our judge. Our Father is the one we will stand before. So we should look to him saying, God, how do you want me to prepare for this moment? The second part of verse 17, part B, is that we ought to live in reverent fear of him. Now, this is an amazing truth that is complicated, but it is essential and pivotal in the doctrine of our faith to what you and I believe is that we have a healthy, a healthy fear of God. I remember uh, when I was about 11 years old, I was at a church picnic and we were all swimming out in this lake and uh, the adults maybe were not uh, observing the lake the way they should have been. There was no lifeguard on duty and there was a uh, young boy about five years old that paddled out to the middle of the lake and he was on a, a boogie board and the, the boogie board uh, was, uh, it, it just got away from him and he proceeded to drown. I saw him, I saw him flailing his arms in the water and I swam as quick as I could over to him and I scooped him out of the water and it was deep for me too and I had to attempt to swing, swim him back to the shore. But while we were swimming, he clung to me and held so tightly to me, it was a grip and a fear that I felt that I never forget. I think that's comparable uh, to, to the fear that we ought to have as well in reverent fear of the Father is that, man, I, I, I was close to the horrors of death. I felt life apart from you, God. And now that I'm in your arms, God, I don't want to go back to that again. I fear life away from you, God. We ought to have, that'll prepare us for the Father, is that we live with this healthy fear of him. Think of one of the most epic surf spots in the entire world, Pipeline Hawaii. This is how Pipeline is described. It says that the data is irrefutable. Pipeline has killed more surfers than anywhere in the world. In fact, that's known as the world's deadliest wave. This is due to the reefs that hide in shallow water and the height that these waves reach. It's tremendous. The water just pounding down on the reef is amazing. But if you do not fear that wave and respect the power of that wave and you just nonchalantly get a surfboard and paddle out there, that wave will kill you. We should have a healthy fear of God. That'll prepare us for heaven. And then the next thing we want to do to prepare for heaven, because we're longing for home, is we want to train like an exile. You are a temporary resident, it said in verse 17. In the original language, this word temporary resident was perioki. It means dwelling in a strange land. You see, you and I, Christian, we train different Because our win, our victory is different. You see, if we get caught up in pursuing the winds of the world and its desires, it's like playing a lot of soccer to get ready for a basketball game. The scoreboard is entirely 
different. And you won't be ready and able to stand before the judge with confidence because you were preparing for the wrong event. You were reading chapter one in psychology when the test was in chapter two in geometry. If we're preparing in this way, it will do us no good. It says in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 23, that you have been born again, but not to a life that will quickly end. Your new life will last forever because it comes from the eternal living word of God. Paul as well, he backs this truth up. They talk about this new life we just read about. Paul, in his letter to 1 Timothy, explains that those who put their hope and their resurrection in this new life in heaven, that they store up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future so that they may take, so they may take hold of that which is truly life. And if we want to truly live, we have to live in preparation of standing before the Father in heaven, knowing that our home is with Him. Think of it like this. Imagine your family or your loved one, right? Or, or anybody who's now in heaven with the Father. They lived out their time here on earth. They were a Christ follower and now they're uh, in, 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 in the arms of Jesus Christ and walking with him again, right? Do you think that anyone in heaven is jealous of me or you and our time and what we're doing and what we're getting to pursue here on earth right now? I assure you, they are not because heaven, when we're there, is so much better. And they want to tell you and communicate to you, store up for yourself treasures in heaven, not on earth. It all matters here, not there. John Bloom, he explains, no one in heaven envies the riches of this world. No one covets the famous. No one praises the powerful because they have found that which is truly life, Jesus Christ. Christian, you and I, we can come alive today if we live in this realization that truly living is having a mindset and our eyes fixed upon Jesus, the author and the perfecter of our faith who is in heaven. If we would fix our eyes on the fact and live like we are longing for home, wanting to be in heaven, we will live our lives correctly, being prepared to stand before the judge. It says in verse 18, let's read on. For you know that God paid a ransom to save you from the empty life you inherited from your ancestors. The life we have before Jesus Christ is an empty life. Let's read on. It says, it was not paid with mere gold or silver, which lose their value. But this new life Peter is explaining to us, he's saying it was purchased with the precious blood of Christ, the sinless, spotless lamb of God. Man, this ransom, its worth is immeasurable. In fact, we don't serve God or worship him so that we can pay him back. You and I, we can't pay God back. It's impossible to pay God back for our ransom. The price that it took to purchase our salvation was the son, Jesus Christ. We can't pay back this ransom. But what we ought to do is we ought to see our father and see, man, he loves me that much. He wants me that much that he did that for me. Because of that, I will give him everything because of how good and how worthy he is. I think one of my first bosses when I was a new nurse, my charge nurse, she was an incredible woman. Her name was Nola. And she defended me when I needed defense against a doctor that was mad at me. Right? Or maybe a patient or their family member was uh, uh, concerned about me or didn't like me and she would protect me 
in those moments. She was patient with me when I'd make a mistake. And I knew she was there for me and I knew that she had my back. And because I knew the integrity that she had and how, what an amazing woman she was, I would have ran through a brick wall for her. And, and that, 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 that's, that's just a comparison. That's just an analogy. That's just an earthly uh, dynamic between a, a, a boss and an employee. But God is immeasurably greater than that and immeasurably uh, deserving of our service to him because of how good he is. We ought to devote our whole life to God. We can't pay him back, but we're going to serve him because he is worthy. I love you and I'm here for you. Don't hesitate to reach out. To, to, to message me or call me or email me, however you need to get a hold of me. I am here for you. Let's pray. Dear God, I wish we, we could be gathered together face to face, God. That we could have our normal embrace, God. That we could look each other in the eyes and see how each other is doing. But God, I just thank you for the blessing, God, of Logan being here to, to just, just shoot this and edit this and film this for us so that that the believers can still gather together and worship God. We praise you for that, God. The church can't be stopped. It won't be stopped, God. Let us pray for our friends, God. Let us pray for our family and let us have compassion for the world that needs you, Jesus Christ, God. Help us get through this, God. Put an end to this in your mighty name, Jesus Christ. And it's your name we pray. Thanks so much for spending time with us. If you'd like to know more about The Bridge, please follow us on Instagram at wearethebridge. Also, if you need prayer, feel free to send us a DM. Otherwise, tune in next time.